Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. One that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. A wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. Hey, the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. And that is definitely not our co-host Randy Griggs. Much better looking. <laughs> you, you, you are. You really. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you've it's... aged. You've aged much better than Randy. It's has. objectively uh, true. I mean, really, Randy looks like he's about 15 years younger than both of us. So <laughs> uh, I don't know how he does it. But uh, every time when you're sitting in for Randy, and I'm I'm going through the intro, like I got to get into it, not a character because this is just this is me. But I got to get into the flow of the show and get my mind right. Mm. And I look up, and you're always like. <laughs> it's a goofy face <laughs> it throws me off every time eric thank you for sitting in randy is on assignment yes uh gallivanting around the globe he mm -hmm. could be on the deck of a yacht in the mediterranean for all we know we don't know he could be on one of those ice breaking ships in the antarctic i don't know i don't know why i have him on boats well no idea i wish but, he was uh, on a he's, boat yeah he might be on a boat who knows um, anyway, uh, Randy's not here with us yes. tonight, but we are uh, continuing on. Uh, we're going to power through, as it were. Uh, we've got none other than uh, Master Sensei riding shotgun for us tonight. So, Eric, thank you for sitting in. Appreciate that. Uh, we are uh, continuing our deep dive into the dojo verse, mm. uh, working our way down to uh, down the what, what's the list that we're what do we call I'd the list? Say, that we're going down? I'd say we're working like leaderboard up. Up the leaderboard, yeah, up, yeah, not down. We're going up. Working our way up the leaderboard. <clears throat> on up the, the leaderboard. We, we started. Uh, so, so the leaderboard. Uh, we have we talked about this on the show, like how this is all tabulated. 
Um, no, but tonight it seems like a good night that we could. Uh, we have Jordan here, and he. Well, if you guys would have talked about this pre-show, I would have set it up. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't even. You know, sometimes the best ideas uh, yeah. come to me in I the shower. A, last show, I had like a nice, cool, like uh, uh, you know, a video overlay. I could scroll through the dojo verse. I can let me see if I can set that. Uh, while Jordan's <laughs> doing that, a couple yeah. things. Uh, a couple things. If you guys are listening on uh, YouTube and Facebook. Uh, first, I know Robbie was going to say this, but I'll just say it anyways. Um, please like and share the show. In fact, right now, just share it to your to your own timeline. If you're if you're watching on Facebook, share it to your own timeline. Robbie, I like I always say, why say no when it feels so good to say yes? Just do it. It, it really helps feels us out. So good, you know. Give us a give us a five. I'm star doing it right rating. now. I'm yeah, sharing it to it right my now. feed That's, right now. See, Robbie's doing it. You guys should all be doing it. But uh, a couple cool quick kids. things, a couple quick notes um, on on what we're doing this season, season seven. I've had a couple of people ask me. Um, uh, thank you, Matt. Uh, Matt just brought over my cocktail. Oh, so I got that ready to go. Uh, a couple quick things. Uh, two things. Uh, one person asked me, is this, um, are we going through the dojo's top 20 cigars of the year no we're not going through the dojo's top 20 cigars of the year that's not what we're doing and we're going through the dojo verse leaderboard so if you are on dojoverse.com whether it be on your phone or on your computer um there is a menu item which says leaderboard and in there you can look at uh dojo verse members you can look at dojo verse brands you can look at dojo verse cigars now we, we do have to tell have the devs mess with this screen. It shouldn't look like this, but this is the leaderboard. When you're in the brands section, of course, you can switch to all-time cigars, brands, and users. For this, we'll be in the brands section, and you can also, you know, you can look through all-time. Drew State, highest-ranked brand of all time. You can look at it by the month if you want to. Espinosa's killing it this month. Down to the week and the day. Nice. Right. And also, uh, Rob, one thing um, that should be noted is we we decided to um, we had to take a snapshot of it at the basically the beginning of the year. Right. Because if it were to fluid. change, then um, that might affect how the year went. Like, say, a brand moved way down or a brand moved way in, then you, you could run into the, the problem of, oh, we already did this brand. It was three weeks ago, but now it's higher. So what we did was we took the top uh, brands uh, about a couple weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago or something like that. And so we've set it, but it's basically um, the all time list on dojoverse.com. So we'll be going through all of these Robbie in season seven and finding great drink pairings with all these brands. Yeah. There so we, we started with, uh, we started nipples, with 32. Nipples. So when, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, um, I thought yeah. we changed it to just. I'm, I'm, oh yeah, well, it, it actually, just speak because I'm not always looking at the screen. Rob, you so the, tell the, the audience what that meant. Right. Yeah, there's there's a whole thing. We have a safe word. So. Um, I have uh, for whatever reason uh, my uh, my setup here is going back to my default microphone. So you're probably going to notice. Usually, this happens like once at the beginning of the show, and then everything's fine. But for whatever reason, it's doing it today. Like right now, silky smooth. Sounds silky. great. Yeah. Oh, oh, Chad wants us to show the users, right. of course. Of course he does. Oh, well, maybe we don't have to do everything Chad wants. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
Oh, look at Jordan. You're in. You're in the lead. Look at Chad's in oh, second. I'm, huh? I'm in 86th place. Oh, well, oh, though that's you logging in, so it shows where you are. I see. Nobody will ever catch up to Daniel R. But Chad's in second place. <laughs> I don't know. Chad's right on his Chad's heels. Chad's creeping. Actually, oh yeah, he is really close. I didn't even notice. Uh, look at that. I'm coming up on my millionth point. I'm close that's a, now, that's, baby. That's amazing. This is so points. cool that this is all tracked. And like you guys keep track of all this stuff. It just, I, I don't know. I think it just makes it a lot of fun. Yeah, like uh, you don't which have is, to journal. You don't have to get a cigar journal anymore. Like this is your cigar journal, basically. Yeah, and that's why we wanted to go do a deep dive into uh, this list. And as Eric was saying, we did uh, do a quick snapshot <clears throat> uh, of uh, of the list uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, we started with thirty two, and Davidoff was thirty one. Um, on that list, which is what we're smoking tonight. We are featuring uh, Davidoff cigars. So we kind of went, we like to call it uh, dealer's choice. So tonight is just kind of, there's no Randy. So we figured, what the hell? We can do whatever the hell we want to do. Randy is the one who sucks all the fun out of it. So this way we could just <laughs> do whatever we want. And I have decided, I, yes. I, I, I was digging into the humidor a little bit. Mm. And I, I found oh, this guy that. floating around in there, the year of the ox. That's which, a big guy, uh, right? It's a big old beast of a cigar. This was yeah. the 2021 release, um, and this is a 6x60. And I, I was looking through, and I have a couple of different uh, options, but I, I go to the, the DavidoffGeneva.com uh, website. I, I, I really like the info, the flavor infographics. I've talked about this before, but I really like the flavor infographics that they show. Yeah. Um, and, and this one, it's it's just such a cool way of showing I can't share my screen or anything. We're not on Zoom. Otherwise, I would. Um, but uh, it gives you the filler, the binder, the wrapper, it gives you a nice way of showing it. Uh, and then it gives you a breakdown of the flavors through the first third, the second third and the final third. Um, lots of you get some leathers, lots of creamy notes, some nuttiness uh, and a little bit of cedar, some dark chocolate at the end, which uh, this little infographic had a heavy influence on uh, the cocktail that I decided to go with, but we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going with the uh, the Davidoff Year of the Ox, which I'm going to be smoking for the next week and a half. Uh, Eric, you've got uh, a cigar that you might be smoking for the next week and a half too. Yeah, so tonight I am going with um, what we uh, just awarded our Luxury Cigar of the Year. This is the da Davidoff Anniversario number one. And mm. uh, let me get that focused for you guys because this thing, there you Huge. go. Huge. It, it is <laughs> now, a three hour tour. I don't, I don't think that that really does it justice. Um, this is a eight and two thirds, two thirds by uh, 48 double Corona. And it, it seems Rob even, even bigger than that when you're holding it. Like I never smoke a cigar like this, but I was saying on our award show the other night, last Friday night with Steve Saka. This is one of the only really, really big form factor, and when I say that, I don't mean ring gauge, but just um, uh, in length, that I would ever smoke. Because normally, Rob, I would get bored with a cigar like this maybe here or so. Yeah. Now, that, now, now if, you're, if you're watching this and you're like, how could Sensei get bored with a cigar? Like, like, I'm sorry, but I do. Like, I'm one of those smokers, Robbie, that I like a variety even in my, in my right. smoking experience that night. You know, like I tend to want to have three or four as opposed to two. And so I would normally not gravitate towards this. But this cigar is so stinking good, Rob. Uh, obviously, it's a Ecuadorian Connecticut and uh, has a Ecuador binder. The fillers are from the DR. And it's, it is just 
it's everything that you love about Davidoff. It's that uh, nuttiness, the almondy kind of flavor. There's some salty peanut kind of notes in it. So this, to me, this cigar just totally took me by surprise. When I saw it, I was like, I don't really want to smoke that. It's just too much for me. <laughs> uh, but I fell in love with it. Now, yes, this cigar, Rob, is $64. Um, so oh, you're not going to be... Yeah. You know, this is one of those ones maybe you do for a graduation, um, you do it for a wedding, maybe you do it because you 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 just uh, signed your mortgage on a new house. Like, this is a celebratory cigar, and then uh, we found a fun drink that we'll pair with it, uh, we'll explain shortly. But Jordan, uh, what did you go with tonight as far as your cigar? So, uh, all throughout 2023, and I think leading into this year as well, Davidoff was on this campaign, uh, Taste the Difference campaign that was highlighting their various uh white label you know you have the millennium you have the signature yours is the anniversario uh, and then, then there's the grand crew um so they were like bringing back some of the more popular sizes that had been retired over the years um year one was i think retired in 2016 uh so mine is the signature number one uh so this is a lancero and this is another one of the ones that they brought back, and that's what I got. Uh, I think, Matt, yeah. you are doing the same thing or no? Is it the same thing? Mine no, he has a Millennium, millennium. also oh, okay. a Lancero. Mm-hmm. Also a uh, Lancero. But they brought that back as well. All right. So that's what we are smoking, Rob. What did you decide to pair tonight for the Davidoff pairing experience? So I'll backtrack oh, a little nipples, bit. Nipples, nipples. Nipples. By the way, nipples means that his mic switched. So <laughs> right, yeah. So <laughs> and there we go. Yeah. So I was uh, explaining that earlier. The microphone is switching. So the safe word is nipple. And uh, when I hear nipple, I have to go and uh, like, how many times can we say? I nipple have to tonight? get this bleep button ready over here. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, I did not give the specs on this cigar. Again, I'm smoking the Year of the Ox, uh, the 2021 um, annual release. Uh, this is a, a Dominican uh, wrapper, Ecuador, Sumatra uh, mm. binder, and the fillers. It's got some some Esteli, Viso. Interesting. Um, it's got some Condega in there, so some Nicaragua, and then it's got a, a bunch of different things from the Dominican. So they do have a yeah. little bit of uh, of Nicaraguan influence in there. You can, and I do get that a little bit of that, just a little bit of that black spice, black pepper spice in there. Uh, so to match up with maybe the sweetness and the creaminess of the cigar, I wanted to go with something that uh, I wanted some spiciness <clears throat> because I was reading that it did have that uh, Nicaraguan there. So I wanted to em- emphasize that and go with something that had a bit of a sweet characteristic to it. And, I, you know, I didn't just want to go with an old fashioned or something. So I decided to go with a black Manhattan which oh. uh, I recently had on uh, my trip to New York. Uh, but funny enough, uh, the Black Manhattan is was invented right here in San Francisco uh, mm. at a bar called uh, Bourbon and Branch that I've actually been to. Really cool kind of speakeasy type of place. Um, it's uh, You don't need like a password or anything, but it's in kind of a funky little neighborhood. <laughs> it's right on the corner and they let you in and you, you leave through this library. It's, it's a pretty cool spot. And Great cocktails there, but they, uh, one of their bartenders, and I don't know whose name it was. Oh, Todd Smith, uh, whoever, if that does anything for you, uh, he invented uh, this variation on the Manhattan. So this is two ounces of rye. I used um, Jack Daniel's bonded rye, which uh, checks in at 100 proof, which I, I mean, the, the bonded stuff, 
uh, from Jack Daniels for 28 bucks or whatever it is at the store is really, really good. And I really liked the rye. Uh, one ounce of Avura Amaro, Amaro. We talked about Amaro's a little bit. Um, they're, they're in the same family as Campari, but not quite as bitter. Uh, Averna specifically is on the sweeter side with some um, herbal notes, but it's also got kind of like a kind of a caramelly kind of finish to it, uh, which I thought would go really well with this cigar as well. Um, so again, two ounces of rye. One ounce of uh, Averna Amaro, one dash Angostura bitters, one dash orange bitters, and you garnish it with uh, brandied cherries. Mm. And I've got uh, not one, boys, but uh, two. Look at those Ooh, little. Look yeah. at those. Ooh, yeah. That's $64 okay, dollars right I, there. Yeah, look <laughs> at them just glistening and dripping. <laughs> Just fantastic. Reminds me of a swimsuit issue. Um, <clears throat> so that's what I'm going with, Black Manhattan. Uh, what did you? You guys are drinking something that looks pretty clear in the glass. Yeah, I'm so curious. Uh, we decided to go with something. Um, since we're smoking uh, Dominican cigars, we decided to go something uh, Dominican. This is the Santa Libre. Um, mm. You you you're probably familiar. Everybody's probably familiar with a Cuba Libre, which is Coke and rum. Um, this is the Dominican version of that. And this, so you swap out the Coke, uh, with Sprite or seven up or even, uh, even club soda. You could go club soda if you wanted to. Um, and then there's, uh, some lemon involved as well. Um, so it's a super simple cocktail. It's a fun cocktail. And I, I, I think it goes really well, uh, with a cigar like this so that it's not uh, clouding some of these subtle flavors that you might get from from the Davidoff, and then Rob, uh, just so that I can keep things straight, I'm going. You're gonna say, you're gonna say, Eric, you're gonna say that's bourbon. No, this is some some nice uh, barrel aged rum. So I'm sticking in the rum category. But my main drink uh, that Jordan and Matt and me are doing is the Santa Libre. Santa Libre. And it's uh, very, very refreshing so far. So we'll see how it develops and see how it goes. But I'm excited. Now, uh, Rob, before we go too far, we talked about the leaderboard a little bit. Now, some folks might want to know, in the dojo verse, how do the rankings come about? Like how, what brands are ranked higher and why? Um, Jordan, maybe you could give a quickie explanation as to how the brands get ranked in the dojo verse all right so uh all the cigars are attached to a brand or more than one brand um so like the collaborations like that, w that we do will be attached to us and another brand and when you smoke and you check into a cigar that will give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down that will be attached to both those brands or any brands associated with the cigar um so when you check in, you're going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Thumbs up is a certain amount of points in that cigar's favor. A thumbs down is a certain amount of points subtracted from that cigar. Um, and that is basically how the leaderboard is uh, built on the daily, weekly, monthly, and all-time list. So all-time is just all these points that are accumulated from you guys' check-ins with a thumbs up uh, minus those thumbs downs as well. And so what what the brand side of things is, is all of the scars within the brand then are sort of curated into the leaderboard. And that's how the brand rankings work, Rob, which is what we're dealing with in season seven. So these are the most popular, most checked into uh, brands uh, that Dojoverse um, does on a daily basis. And, and just a quick note, that is that's one of the reasons why you might see a discrepancy in like, if you look up here in check-ins, 
the 4,225, that doesn't necessarily, you might see another brand that's close to that and think, well, why is this one ahead of this other brand? They have more check-ins. Check-ins doesn't necessarily, it's not total check-ins that boosts the brand. It's it's the thumbs ups and thumbs down. So a check-in could go either way. Nice. Yeah, I think I may have said the, initially when we talked about this a couple weeks ago, I may have said the brands that have the most check-ins. So I was, if I said that, I was incorrect. But I think it's pretty cool that you can go and look at each of these individual brand pages and you can see... Like how many people have checked in to Davidoff, just for example. And this is so, and those numbers next to the Davidoff 702 series, that's how many people have checked into that particular okay, one? Okay, so then there's a few different ways to look at the cigars on the brand's page. Right now, it's organized by uh, alphabetically. Um, if you go over to rating, that's the number that you're seeing over there. Um, so that is the actual percentage mm. of thumbs ups and thumbs downs. Um, Got it. So 100%, you know, Davidoff 702 series is 100% thumbs up. Um, if you go to trend, that will tell you more along the lines of like how many check-ins these cigars are getting. So this that that gets into the the actual number of um, check-ins check that the cigars getting versus the percentage. So it's the percentage is taking into account thumbs up versus thumbs downs, and this is the trend is just taking into into account the check-ins. So the the most checked-in Davidoff cigar on the Dojo Verse is the Late Hour. The Churchill uh, late hour. Okay, interesting. That's cool. I've never really, I've, I mean, I've, I've looked at some of these pages, but I, pardon me, I've never dug uh, that deeply into them to see all this because there's so much mechanics behind this. And there's a lot of mechanics behind this show and all the other shows that we do and everything that's done here on the Dojo Verse. And I just take it all for granted because Jordan does everything and he makes it all look so damn easy. <laughs> now, just imagine uh, on this one, there's what, 4,200? Jordan, go back to the top real quick. Uh, 4,225 check-ins for Davidoff. What is the, what do you imagine the average, um, price of a Davidoff cigar is Rob? Ooh. What would you guess? Average? Well, out here in California, um, MSRP. let's say the app, the average MSRP is maybe around 22. Yeah. So take 4,225 times say 22 let's go with rob's um let's go with rob's uneducated number. guess <laughs> uneducated guess jordan do you he, do you have that number if you times that by 22 92,000 so almost a hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, worth of wow. davidoff cigars have been checked into on the dojoverse and remember this is this is only our second week so this is essentially our 31st most popular cigar um, and it still has that much, uh, that many, uh, check-ins on the Dojoverse. So this is a very large sampling. We're not talking about, you know, just a few guys that are like tracking this in their right. notes or something where this is a massive number. Um, and so it does give you a good feel for what people really like They're The most checked in one is the Davidoff late hour. And, um, that kind of makes some sense. I think I, I would have thought maybe the, the, just the Nicaraguan black label could, might have been number was that what was, was number two that was number yeah. two okay yeah, so yeah I kind of would have guessed that too so yeah uh, you can kind of get a feel for where what, what people are are smoking um, and I would assume Rob I mean I know that the dojo versus kind of people that are really geeked out on cigars but at the same time my gut tells me that that's probably a pretty decent representation of cigar the cigar smoking population just because the numbers so big we have so many numbers. We're probably pretty close to how things really do shake out in the cigar world. Yeah, it's it's some interesting data to to take a look at. Data, data. Do you, where do you yeah, guys follow? They're both that? right. Yeah, they're both right. I go. I, I, I think I, I tend to say data more oh, often. Okay. 
Um, I'm not sure why, at least today. Uh, I'm, I'm a data guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is interesting to uh, to just see all that. I, I, I Now I kind of want to look through, and I feel like we should look at this for every brand that we do. Another cool um, thing to look at is your personal. I've apparently yeah. only given dev thumbs ups in my history on Dojoverse, but the community as a whole gives it a 99% thumbs ups. Um, it's it's, it's hard to find your... a thumbs down in the in the portfolio, though. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I know. I, I sort of feel I, now, Rob, I don't know about you, and I know Jordan agrees with what I'm about to say, but I feel like where Davidoff really uh, sep- lowest separates is. themselves is the lighter wrapped cigars. Like um I, I feel like issues. I feel like the 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 lighter wrapped cigars in, in the Davidoff portfolio, that's where my that's where I. That's what I love the most. I love that like light, nutty character, the buttery notes, the butterscotch, and like I said, that salted peanut stuff. They do have dark cigars, and the ones I like the most are probably the black label ones. Um, I don't know. What, what about you, Rob? Are you do you gravitate to to any specific Davidoffs uh, when you're? Uh, you know, <clears throat> I, I've always liked the Millennium. Um, I haven't smoked one in a while. Excuse me, but I've always liked them. But yeah, whenever I think of Davidoff, I think of Connecticut Shade wrapped cigars, even though the, the Millennium I don't think is. Um, <clears throat> I think it's got a darker wrapper on it, but it could be wrong. Um, but even this, like, what am I smoke? This uh, this just says Dominican uh, wrapper on mine, so I don't know um, exactly what the wrapper is. It is a little bit darker um, <clears throat> than, uh, than a, a Shade grown in Connecticut, obviously, and it doesn't really have the same characteristics. It's a very different profile, but this is one of their special editions. I yeah, I always think of um, yeah that uh, that just like you were saying that nougaty kind of uh, yeah nougat that's cedar a good word. Uh, cream and like that's that's always been my jam. Like I can always go back to and I don't think of them really as mild cigars. They're kind of like medium, medium minus. Uh, but there's a ton of flavor in there, and I always that's what I think of. Uh, when I think of Davidoff, and usually when if I'm reaching for one, that's what it is. Although I, I was choosing tonight between this uh, year of the Ox that I'm smoking and uh, the Dominicana, which is another one that I really really like. It's a relatively newer blend, I think. It's uh, it's been within the last handful of years that they released that one, uh, but that is a good one too. But it's it's also a bit more of a an amped up uh, kind of flavor profile. The the Black Label stuff is is good. I remember enjoying the Nicaragua when it first came out. And then we didn't. I didn't smoke it for a while, and I smoked it again. I was like, yeah, I don't like this at all. And then we smoked it on the show. <clears throat> I, I don't know, a couple seasons back, and I was surprised at how much I really did like it. Um, there were are, are some other ones too that, that are that are pretty tasty, but um, but yeah, what is uh, just for the record, twenty two dollars is extremely low for average cost of Davidoff in California. It is, and I don't know for whatever reason I was thinking that that like Padron, I was thinking, maybe I was thinking more Padron because Padron has the thousand series, which is a right. lower price point. And I don't think Davidoff really does that. So uh, the average price of a Davidoff is probably closer to 30 than, uh, than to, than 22, like I was saying. So <clears throat> anyway, uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, I do really enjoy the, uh, that flavor profile. You guys know me. It's always been one that I like. Uh, if I didn't have any of the kind of, uh, the old school, like basic white labels, like what you guys are smoking. If I would have had some of that, I, I would have just popped open a Chardonnay and just had a great time. Mm-hmm. Cause that's to me, that would have been a, a fun pairing to revisit. Um, but, uh, didn't have any of those on hand. So I went with this, but, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, I was surprised. Like really it's, it's funny. We looked at this list and we did the top 32 and 
um last week was illusione and this week is davidoff it's like these are <laughs> these are bangers like these are yeah. these it's are real, like, if this is where, yeah this is where we're starting and we're working our way up like it's only going to get better uh now again that's subjective everybody has different uh you know uh palettes and you know some people will say well i i'd prefer davidoff over espinosa but uh i just use espinosa as an as as i saw them on the list it popped into my head um, and maybe you would on, on like a, a once in a while basis, but on a regular basis, you're probably smoking a lot more Espinosa than you are Davidoff. And if you're smoking Davidoff every day, you're, you're doing pretty good. So good for you. Well, you know, one thing about, uh, about Davidoff, uh, being, uh, like some people, how many brands do we have in there, Jordan? Um, uh, there's, uh, 430 ish. So, uh, one, one thing right off the bat that you might note is, um, obviously Davidoff is going to be a little lower on the list strictly in check-ins because it's a like ultra premium. I hate yeah. that word sometimes, but you know, the, it's not going to have as many check-ins as an Espinosa, you know, Espinosa has, you know, lots of, you know, $10 offerings that right. are great. And in a, obviously Davidoff is in the 20, $30 range. So it's going to have less that puts it further down on the list. That doesn't necessarily mean I mean, in my opinion, you know, Davidoff's one of my favorite brands. Smoking this right now, I'm just absolutely enthralled with the flavor of this cigar. But, you know, obviously price does come in. It does factor into the brand ranking because less people are going to be able to check in to Davidoff's because they are, you know, you know, they're dramatically more money. And and Rob, I would say one thing that sort of annoys me a little bit is, you know, the here's here's the criticism that annoys me. Is there's a certain type of person that is annoyed that a Davidoff costs as much as as it costs, and then they say, "Oh, I don't, I don't like that because you know." And there's a few. It's not just Davidoff. There's a few brands that are like this that that are you know high priced. You got to try to th- yeah. Maybe you can't smoke it all the time, right? And maybe it's a special occasion cigar, but you got to kind of throw that out of the window when you're actually smoking it. Like actually think about what you're smoking when you're smoking it and Davidoff cuts no corners. There's, there's a reason that their cigars cost a lot of money and that's because they take a ridiculous amount of care and to the process, to the tobaccos that they choose. They, they are choosing the most high grade possible. Me and Jordan have been to the factory and to the farms and the stuff that they next level. the stuff that they do it's it really is next level. I'm telling you guys right now, when you do uh, splurge a little bit for a Davidoff and you spend maybe twenty four and you used to spend in twelve, like take the time and really notice it because they don't jack around when it comes to the quality, Rob. I mean, they really are putting in effort that most companies don't well, even think about. It's kind of like. Even Saka has a hundred dollar cigar, and he he'll say like I, you know like is it worth hundred dollars? Like I he personally wouldn't be smoking these all the time, but he just says that's just how much it cost me to make this cigar. Like that's just what I put into it. Whether you like it or not, that's up to you. But that's how much this thing costs to make. So that's right. kind of Davidoff's approach. Like that we're putting in the highest highest ingredients. We're doing everything to the nth degree, and that's what if you want a cigar of the top caliber, that's what you can get. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've, <clears throat> I, I, agree, I hear what you're saying, Eric, because there are people out there who are like, yeah, why would I pay thirty dollars for this when I can pay ten and smoke this, and it's you know a similar experience. Well, 
chances are it's not going to really be a similar experience. I mean, you know, but close enough, but similar is um, subjective. <clears throat> yeah, similar is a subjective word too. Depends <laughs> on what you mean by that. Um, we're going down a, a subjective rabbit hole here, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I haven't been to the factory. And to answer Chad's question. Uh, he says, uh, have, uh, he asked me specifically if I've been to any DR factories or farms or pro cigar. I haven't been to the DR ever. Um, unfortunately I would like to go. Um, I've been to Nicaragua plenty of times. Um, and, uh, that's really the only growing region I've been to, uh, is, uh, Nicaragua. I haven't been anywhere else, but <clears throat> I would love to go to, uh, uh, hint, hint, Eric, I would love to go to the Dominican. We could do some, you know, some remote shows, whatever, whatever the case may be. I look really good in white. Um, so they love those white know, parties there. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I, I Rob, Randy I, looks really I'm good. Going, I'm going to Pro Cigar in February. I'm gonna uh, go down there. I'm gonna hang out with uh, Fred Rui. We're gonna have some fun, and and I'm gonna visit some of the the other factories. I've already done Davidoff, so I, I don't think I'll do that one. But I I want to see LFD. I want to see um, a couple of the Fuente. other ones. Fuente. I'd love to Fuente. get into the Fuente uh, factory. I don't know if that one's sold out or not. I'm gonna try real hard. Um, so, but here's the thing, Rob, uh, you being in the industry, as long as you've been, um, I think you, you have a good, uh, a, a, a viewpoint on this. There was a time, you know, when like the Cuban cigars were, were all that, like everybody just wanted a Cuban cigar. And then it kind of became the DR right, right now we're sort of in the Nicaragua heyday of things. But I think the DR has, has said, Hey, we, need, we, we, you know, we don't want to play second fiddle. And there's a lot of fantastic stuff that's coming out of the DR, even like, you know, the EP Carrillo stuff that, right. that he's won, you know, Cigar of the Year a couple times and got second in, in Cigar Aficionado's list. Like, you can't discount what the DR does because they are a, uh, they, I mean, Pro Cigar is probably the biggest cigar festival that there, that there is. And that's, you know, the Dominicans one. Pura Sabor is coming up for Nicaragua at the end of this month. I'm not going to that. But, um, like, the DR... Don't sleep on DR cigars because some of the greatest stuff that, you know, uh, Ashton VSG, all that kind of stuff, like that's all coming out of DR. They make amazing stuff. And obviously Davidoff's sort of the leader in that clubhouse, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Peyton had a good comment, Jordan. I don't know if you put that up here, but uh, said uh, Davidoff's make me shut up and try to figure out what I'm tasting. Which <laughs> that's, that's good, yeah. That's a like, – uh, if. <laughs> I've worked in the industry and if I were, you know, representing a brand and I heard somebody say that, like, that's a huge compliment to that's the cigar makes me like sit down and think about what I'm smoking and not just, and there's nothing wrong with smoking it and, you know, BSing with your friends, having a good time, barbecuing, whatever the case may be. But when it's that, when it's the, you take that puff and it's, or it's just like a drink or anything, like you take a sip of your drink and then you're like, Whoa, you're looking back at your glass or you find yourself looking back at the cigar. Like, man, what is it that I'm tasting here? Yeah. Um, that's a huge compliment. And, uh, and honestly, uh, that actually reminds me mm. of something. Tonight's episode of Flavor Odyssey, your favorite cigar pairing show, just like every episode since season one, is brought to you by none other than Drew Estate Cigars. Drew Estate makes sure that we can take this pairing journey with you each Wednesday as we learn about flavor and pairing with cigars. This show wouldn't be possible without their unwavering support. Drew Estate, 
the number one premium cigar brand in existence. The makers of Acid, Factory Smokes, Herrera Esteli, Undercrown, and the incomparable Liga Pravada. Drew Estate not only has a cigar for every smoker and every occasion, they bring an energy and style to this community like no brand ever has. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar shop near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smokin'. Smokin' is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or visit them online at Smokin.com. There, there we go. He's at it again. You can't, I, you I, can't hold him down. Can't stop. Him. I do, I do appreciate that. Even when he can't be here for the show, he does yeah. check in for the reads, which is, uh, which is really nice of him. Um, so we we have a good conversation about Davidoff. I'm about an hour into this year of the ox. I'm not even halfway through this thing yet. Mm. Um, I'm seriously going to be smoking this until uh, Smoke Night Live on Friday. It's, it's no, no question. <laughs> What's that? Um, is that the sixty gauge? Six yeah. by sixty. Like I, I can't remember the last time I smoked a six sixty, um, and it's uh, it's going to be a late night apparently uh, here at the, the Robbie Raz household. So real quick, I, I do want to I, you you guys know I like to take a victory lap. Mm. I, I mean it's just it's just the oh. thing I like to do. What? And we did have a, uh, a a cigar dojo fantasy football league this year. And uh, I gave Uh-oh, Randy the business. Go. I gave Randy go. the business all season because he was just kept getting lucky, kept getting lucky, kept getting lucky. And finally, that uh, that uh, karma, as we say, uh, <laughs> caught up with Randy in the championship game when he was facing me. I mean, arguably the hottest team in the league. Um, and uh, he uh, so. he just ran he ran into the saw of the Crystal Lake Killers and. I came out victorious, and damn, the free thing. <laughs> I can't even get a victory lap in without this thing changing. This is so strange. Uh, anyway, so you know, yesterday. Here we go, people. Had you, a guys, package. This, you guys are going to get a show see something. Up. Look at this. You're gonna, this is history. This is history in the making that you're going to be watching. So this, is, so this is the first year, oh, we're frozen there, of the, uh, the Fantasy Champs belt. Uh, I've got this trophy box. He has not opened this yet. I have not opened this, so we are going to do a little live. I can't really move the camera, so right. I'm going to... Uh, and It's funny. I asked the guys, like, hey, I'm going to open this on the air. Is there anything like weird <laughs> in here that I shouldn't show anybody? <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll find out. We're all going to find out together. Uh, I'm going to slice this bad boy open. And wow, so the, this, is, this is monumental, people. <clears throat> so the deal with this is I get this belt for the year, and then next wow. year it goes to... You know whoever the whoever next year's champ is, right? Matt Matt says him, him but we'll see. Matt, yeah, Matt says it's. Me. it's be I'll be sending it to Matt next year. Uh, oh, look at this! It could be it could be Fred Rudy. It could be Terrence Riley. It could be. Oh, there's Chad. even a handwritten handwritten Won't be Fred note Rui. in here. Fred got yeah. relegated. He's done. <laughs> relegated. Uh, look at this this thing. Oh, wow, this thing's heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's legit, bro. 
<laughs> this is this is no joke. Wow. People I'm gonna wear are this dying to see. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear this maybe one day at PCA. I'll wear it like and just walk around the trade show floor yes. with this thing on. That would be this amazing. This is intense. Look look at this. Oh! Look at that. Oh my god. Wow, look at that. I mean, you're seeing a reflection, so it kind of takes a little bit away from it. But this thing unwraps, and you've got little, there's this on the side. This is intense, man. And look at this yes! thing over here. Put it on. Oh, this that is That better beautiful. be displayed behind you from now on. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how can I turn this into a hat. Yeah. Just, just put it on right now. That thing's like, it it's, it's, it's like 10 pounds. It's it's heavy. Yeah, my arms are getting tired actually. Um, I, I will. Let's see if I'll try to put it on while I'm sitting down, and then I can. Oh man, I don't. Here, here we go. All right, here, back away. That's nah, my chair. Nah, nah. Good... Oh yeah. Uh, uh, oh. Rob, you got to put it on like crossways, you know, like diagonally oh. across you, you know, like like they do in the in. The... Yes. yes, that's. Dang, that's, that's sexy. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. This, this Dang, I wish is... I would have won that. Now, when you guys said that there was a belt, <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't I didn't anticipate this. <laughs> this thing is amazing. I'll, I'll have to I'll get some pictures because it, it's hard to see on camera because it's showing the reflection of the lights and everything. But I'll get some I'll get some photos up on uh, the dojo verse of this. This is impressive. People need to see it. Wow. Yeah, I well, feel like uh, congratulations. Congrats. You deserve Thank it. You. Um, you were the champ. Thank what you can? Guys. Oh, you you beat me in the uh, playoff round to get to the championship. So uh, you know, congrats on you, my friend. Uh, by the way, I, I went on an epic like five game win streak to get the bye week, and then I lost to you. And so you're you you are the champ. There's no there's no uh, there, I don't I don't have any kind of uh, Oh, the refs blew it for me or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I do I do killed it. I do sort of feel like my pregame speech to my team, I said some offensive things. I might have offended some of the players. <laughs> and I think that's what happened, but but whatever. You you deserve it. So congratulations. You are the champ for the whole year. Yeah. You get a you get a revel in that until you until there's another champ, my friend. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have, I'll figure out a way. Maybe I'll hang it like on the side here or yes. Yes. some some somehow so it can just be in in the screen at all times uh i do want to uh personally thank um <clears throat> the los angeles rams uh without them uh i would not have have won this uh puka nakua and uh i'll fix my microphone damn it um, and puka nakua and uh, whoever the hell their running back is uh, i was i picked both those guys up week one and uh they just kind of carried my team throughout the season so um yeah it was a lot of fun it was a good it it was interesting because like Randy never lost. Regard it didn't matter how many points he scored, he never lost. He scored a hundred points. The play, person he played against scored thirty two. It was just strange how he had that luck. I was I had a strong season, and then like I had like a three week spell where I was like the worst team in the league, scoring like forty points a week. And then I got all my guys back and got better. But every from from like the third spot down to like seventh, you guys all had the same record. Yeah. 
It yeah, was all, really close. Our, 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 our division. division was like all tied, and it was really weird. Now we need to get uh, Fred Rui to call in unexpectedly again and see <laughs> his unboxing. He has a. He also oh. got an award for being. The he got worst the booby team. prize. He got the booby <laughs> prize. Yeah, so we'll have to catch up with. <laughs> no, no, we'll no, that to, wasn't actual. But. We'll have to catch up with Fred <laughs> on that one. Uh, Rob, so congrats. Uh, you're the champ. Thank you. Good on you, my friend. Um, I want to uh, talk about something real quick. First of all, guys, if you guys uh, are pairing tonight with us, uh, do hashtag pairing. Uh, hopefully you have a Davidoff cigar and some sort of uh, drink pairing. And at the end of the show, me and Rob and Jordan will uh, pick one of the audience members that had the best pairing of the night uh, that we think was the best pairing of the night. That'll be fun. So please start posting those when you can. Also, make sure to vote. The votes are up right now. I can tell you right now, Rob, um, I can tell you on, on YouTube, we're tied. We are, uh, it's tied. Yeah, it's close on Facebook, too. So uh, who knows how that will go. But, Rob, I want to talk just real quick about a topic that I, I think is interesting because we were talking about Davidoff cigars and how there's, they're, they're lighter. They're, they're not the, the, you can't really compare them to some of this Nicaraguan stuff that people mm. are, are. And by the way, I'm a, a huge, obviously, Nicaraguan. Uh, cigar fanatic myself i do believe that that's the best it is the epicenter of all cigars right now nicaragua uh but i want to talk to you rob about uh, dominican cigars because there's this weird thing that happens in the landscape of a cigar smoker the landscape of a cigar smoker when they first get into cigars you know maybe they uh, they're they're starting with the lighter stuff cubans and then they want to get their hands on cubans they want to get their hands on connecticut's and then they they start wanting more and more and more and more, and then they end up, you know, they want, and then you go through the Maduro phase where you just only want Maduros, and you're you darker, stronger, give me stronger, stronger, and then there comes this point in a cigar smoker's journey. At least it's been my experience in watching guys on the Dojoverse as well, where you kind of want to circle back. You kind of want to circle back to cigars like this that I'm smoking tonight, and 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 start to get those nuances those those more subtle flavors and then maybe you do the whole the whole thing maybe it starts all over again but it is weird right like it, i think it, it's similar to beer right like mm-hmm. beer and wine where you you kind of go through these cyclical stages of oh okay like i'm really into wine and then you kind of work your way up to like some really deep cabs and then you kind of want to come back and you want to try Zinfandels again and that kind of sort of stuff. And same with beer. You go into the, you know, you go into the stouts and you want the craziest stout. Like, isn't that an interesting sort of like uh, a, a, a journey that cigar smokers seem to take? It is. It's And it's funny because I was going to say, I was going to make the corollary between beer and yeah. um, <clears throat> and wine. I think in beer, at least that's where I have more experience there. Uh, so it, it was very evident for me through my journey uh, as you know, as a beer drinker and you know, working in the industry and you know, being a home brewer, et cetera, et cetera, uh, stouts, the barrel aged stouts, like that's the that's like the hot fun stuff to get into. Uh, but nowadays, like, and then all the IPAs and you know, bitter, 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 and then you kind of run into some palate fatigue there. And then it's like, I want something that's a little bit cleaner. Um, nowadays, I feel like I, I find myself whenever I go to a brewery, and I've said this a bunch of times. I always whatever uh, loggers they have on tap, that's the first. I was going to bring up loggers, Robbie, because yeah. uh, I've had some same concept. Like now, it seems like you know, like some of these breweries are trying to do like like a really good logger, but 
and then you go back to that and you say, okay, like what kind of cool flavors can I get out of it if it's made in a boutique or craft sort of way, not just your regular domestic lager, very similar to cigars. Yeah, absolutely. And cigars are the same thing. And Randy will say this. He said it on the show before. Like he never smoked uh, any Connecticut cigars before we released before he and I started hanging out. Really, like I was the one who kind of turned him on. Like I gave turned him on to not turned him on, but turned him on to uh, maybe I turned him on too. I don't know. Uh, anything not that there's anything wrong on. with that. <laughs> hey, no, uh, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, cutters, sliders, uh, a hole in the ground. Who knows? Um, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. Let's move on. Um, but he had never really smoked uh, much um, of the lighter stuff. You know, whether it's uh, you know. Connecticut. Yeah, I saw that comment from Stogie's sister that I'm chugging this drink like it's Kool-Aid. Yeah, I've this was a double uh of the uh the Manhattan. So this was four ounces of rye and two ounces of uh uh Averna Amaro. Uh and it's uh it's quite tasty. It's a really good cocktail. Highly recommend it. Um <clears throat> yeah, it's just interesting. I feel like for me, my journey started with it was at the the height of all the the online uh retailers. Uh, when AJ was just getting started out, thank you, Jordan, uh, microphone, I, we got to fix that. I don't know what's going on, um, <clears throat> but I, I was smoking the, like the, the diesels back in the day yeah, right, and the man right. of wars. And I think the first box of cigars I ever bought was man of war ruination, which was just like a, a super strong cigar back in the day. Uh, oh, yeah. nowadays it's probably, uh, you know, probably more medium, medium plus, but, um, I wanted that. I wanted to, you know, smoke the biggest and strongest stuff. And and maybe some of it was just bravado. Like, yeah, I can smoke this too, you know, because I was the new guy and wanted to prove that I could smoke the really strong stuff. Uh, But as the the more that you learn that you don't need to be like hit over the head with flavor, that there's, there's things in there for you to, to seek out. Like you can, yeah, you can get the obvious stuff. And I think that's a lot of people get that when they're drinking wine, they're drinking a beer, you get those obvious notes and some people stop there and that's fine. Um, but some people you, you get that itch where you want to learn a little bit more about it and delve a little bit deeper into it. And that's where I think, did you really just say vote for sensei in the chat room? Yeah. <laughs> get in there, man. You gotta do I mean, what you gotta do. Like, like, I, I can't even, I can't, I can't comment from here, but I, I think you guys all know what to do. I mean, based on that, like that's, that's, that's some lowbrow stuff. Um, anyway, when you, when you're smoking these, you, you start to like seek out like, okay, I want to learn more about this. And that's, and I think once you start going from like the big, you know, triple Lajeros and all that, and then you start thinking, oh, I'm going to smoke some sun grown stuff. Oh, I'm going to smoke some Habanos. I'm going to smoke this. I'm going to smoke some Connecticut's. Once you get down to where you're, you're smoking the Connecticut's, that's when you become like a real fan because there's so, and not to say that there's not a lot to learn and taste in bigger, bolder cigars. But I think in Connecticut's, <clears throat> Connecticut Shades and this Davidoff stuff, it kind of teaches you to find those flavors and mm. to seek that stuff out because it's it's so, like some of them can be so, so light, but there's still a lot going on. And if you can learn to taste that, then you go back up to those cigars that you were smoking you know, six months ago that are the triple Heros. And now it's like a totally different experience because you're getting that, obvious stuff that's right in your face because you have no choice it's right there uh and then there's those other levels you start getting to the stewed fruits and and you get those cabinet spices that are down below uh and you start thinking well this tastes like chocolate but now it's actually more like a dark chocolate and then you now now you're 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 neck deep in the rabbit hole at that point right 
Yeah, I, I, I often feel like, you know, the the fun of beer and cigars, uh, you, there's definitely some seasonal, you know, stuff as well. You get into fall and that kind of changes what you want as well. But I'm I'm just talking about like the the larger layer, Jordan. I know we've gone through this as well, where you you kind of like circle back and like oh like maybe like, I want to try some like lighter Connecticut's and, and you know I get on a kick right right now, Rob. I'm on a Habano kick. Like I just like a natural wrapped Habano. That's sort of my jam at this point. Not not to say that I don't smoke Maduros and and Connecticut's, but I'm sort of right in the middle now. But you you go through these stages. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're the type of smoker that um, that likes the variety and is constantly changing, I have a hard time, Rob. I don't know about you, but I have a hard time like just smoking like the same cigars. I rarely smoke the same cigars. Yeah. I'm all, always changing. Yeah, I, it's the, we're lucky enough to. I mean, it depends on who you ask, but I would say we probably have more options now as a cigar yeah. smoker than any oh, other yeah. time in history. Good options. There's, there's, good, yeah, good options. There, there's so many. There's so many cigars out there to try, and I feel that same way about beer, and I feel that same way about like, wine, even more so because there's just so many brands. Especially living out here in California, I walk into Safeway and it's like, I don't even know where to start. Like I, I know that that's you've got them broken down by varietal, but ever, under varietal, there's like 50 different wines for each one. Yeah. Um. Uh, so it's you. There's so many choices that it is hard to uh to go back to the same thing i think the days of of the guys going into their their local uh their local b&m and, and picking up their box of macanudos or whatever the case may be i think those days are done um you know there's there's still going to be your your go-to cigars and i've got a handful of cigars that i go to on a regular right. basis but it would be unless there's something that really just blows me away uh like the papasaka did i smoked <clears throat> i had a five pack of those and i smoked to that in four days and that's normally not what I would do. Mm-hmm. But that cigar to me was really special. And it was like, I smoked that first one <clears throat> with, and that was, you know, the number one cigar of the year. I smoked that uh, at PCA last year and I took a couple of puffs and I, I looked at Steve. I was like, dude, this is, this is something special. But that's different. If, if I find, uh, you know, I, I can go through, hell, I could smoke, like you could smoke every day, 10, 10, 10 cigars a day for the next three months and never smoke the same thing and still smoke, you know, every single one of those cigars is going to be good. Right. We're, we're pretty spoiled. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, 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 have often said on this show or on smoking alive that we're kind of in a, a, a cigar boom, not just sales wise. Obviously the sales have been amazing since, since, you know, I don't know, four or five years ago and especially through COVID, but, but we're kind of like in a boom of, of quality stuff, you know, like it seems like, um, you know, maybe the 90s when there was a, a boom of just raw sales when, you know, everybody just wanted to smoke cigars. And that was a type of a, that was obviously what's called the, the, the cigar boom. Right. But now there is it does seem like there's a little bit more uh, effort to make the cigars, you know, quality. Um, I'm, obviously, there's probably some some dogs out there. There's no doubt about that. But at the same time. You know, there's a lot of great stuff, just like you said. Now, Rob, let's go ahead and uh, talk about our pairings. Let's give our thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, I'd love to hear what you thought of your Year of the Ox, which is a massive uh, cigar, six by 60. I know that's not your normal uh, Vitola, but I personally love that cigar. I thought it was one of the best 60 ring gauge cigars I ever smoked. Absolutely fantastic. 
uh, along with your black Manhattan. What did you think? Yeah, I, and I would agree. This is one of the better uh, <clears throat> 60 ring gauge cigars I've ever had. Um, uh, from, you know, again, about an hour and a half in, about halfway, uh, halfway through the cigar here. So it's, again, going to be a long night. But um, super flavorful. This cigar is a lot stronger than I anticipated it being. Uh, I think even on Davidoff, they say the intensity is, you know, three out of five. Uh, this is medium, maybe medium plus on the flavor side of things, uh, medium uh, strength. But I was just, it, it's so flavorful. Lots of leather at the beginning. Um, that's, I think that's what they said in their, in their uh, infographic there. Uh, but it gets back to that cedar, nougat. Um, there's some almost like a floral sweetness, like a honeysuckle thing kind of going on um, that I really like and some sourdough bread. I dig that because that kind of makes you salivate when you get that sourdough in there. Um, so super good cigar. I don't know. The price point on this is probably around 40 to 50 bucks, I would imagine. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head what these are going for, but um, it's hard to say that uh, this wouldn't be worth it because, again, this is a three, three and a half hour smoke uh, if I'm just sitting down smoking it. Uh, this black Manhattan again, three just a reminder. No, yeah, I could. <laughs> I've never hey, smoked I, three and a half hours ago. <laughs> this is I've I've got an hour and a half of this thing, and I'm I'm just about halfway through, and I've been talking I've been talking a lot, so that's fair. True. But maybe it's about a three hour cigar. Um, black Manhattan, uh, two ounces of rye, one ounce of Aver, Averna Amaro, which I'm having a hard time saying tonight for some reason. Uh, one dash of Angostura bitters, one dash of orange bitters, and a couple of those uh, $60 cherries in there. The cocktail itself is freaking delicious, man. It is, it's really, really good. It's like a, I mean, this is a play on a Manhattan. It's, it's almost, it's just as sweet, but if you take some of that, that, that sweet vermouth flavor and you replace it with kind of a, a, a sweet herbal flavor and i think that's what the uh, the verna amaro does that's the difference here that's the change um and i I, there's only two dashes of orange bitters in here but i'm getting a surprising amount of citrus off of this and i wonder if it's got something to do with the play of the 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 creaminess of the cigar is bringing out some of the citrus characteristic of the drink i think um but this is definitely a pinkies out highbrow um like like super like Pinkies just high end pairing, up, baby. Yeah, look, look at those guys. Go. Like, like that's that's what what is in the glasses? Because it looks like they're wine glasses. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be champagne, but the head on that makes it look like they're drinking beer out of those. Yeah, it looks like which some makes sort me of like this even better. Yeah, I like this even better. Um, but yeah, for me, definite thumbs up. Damn, microphone is. Me. <laughs> I am gonna somebody at, at Mac is gonna get a get a strongly worded email. Uh, but yeah, definite thumbs up for me. This is one of those rising tide uh, lifts all boats because I've had this cigar before. It's really good. This is bringing out some additional characteristics. The nuttiness too is taking a step forward too. Super super good. Um, definitely enjoying it. Was uh, everything? I, I kind of scrambled honestly on this um, this pairing. I, I knew what I was going to smoke, and I realized I didn't know what I was going to drink until uh, this afternoon. So I was kind of like like viciously looking for a cigar or for a drink to pair with. And it popped up at this black Manhattan obviously was made in San Francisco. Like I said, that's where it came from. I've been to the bar. So it was a lot of synergies, some synergistics going on. Um, Yeah. Glad I found it. Definite thumbs up. (laughs) Definite thumbs up for me. Sounds like a great drink. I need to try that. Yeah. I, 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 on my pairing, I would say, you know, we, we talked a lot about this week about pinkies up and being fancy. And obviously with my cigar, 
I, I did a, a very pinkies up cigar with the uh, Davidoff Anniversario number one. Uh, massive cigar, $64 ish, and uh, depending on where you are. But we went with kind of a Joe six pack drink, and I love this pairing. This is an absolutely great pairing. This is the Santa Libre, which is essentially a Cuba Libre, except you swap out the Coke uh, with Sprite instead. Um, white rum in here. We chose uh, Florida Kanye, which is actually a Nicaraguan rum, but you could use whatever rum you wanted to. In fact, I've seen many of these recipes with a uh, Anejo rum as well, and it works. I think it works either way. Uh, it's very, the drink is super refreshing. The drink is definitely taking a back seat to this cigar, but it's a great pairing. It does not step on the cigar at all. I'm getting peanut brittle. Um, I'm mm. getting a lot of the, like Rob said earlier, uh, sort of nougaty flavors, a little bit of salty note to it. Absolutely thumbs up for me. I love this pairing. I would do this any time of the day, week. Um, thumbs up for me. Jordan, what did you think of the pairing? Uh, cigar is fantastic. I'm, I'm not even, I'm not a Lancero size guy. I feel like a little too concentrated on the puff. You know, you feel like you're struggling to get some soda through a straw kind of a situation. <laughs> um, but the cigar has, uh, it's a medium, mild to medium kind of body strength, uh, medium plus in flavor, getting like uh, buttered crackers, a little bit of citrus, a little cedar, nice uh, sweet floral undertone that kind of lingers on the palate. Um, the drink works with it, but I it's not impressing me. Uh, one thing that was kind of fun about it is that it, we had the lemon in there, and uh, you get that like lingering lemon uh, citrus on the on the lips between puffs, and and kind of playing allows it a little bit longer of a play between the cigar and the drink. Um, I would want to go if we allowed it uh, thumbs medium because I don't think there's enough complexity in the drink. Like it needs like some sort of uh, elderflower or some sort of mm. ingredients to like make it not taste like Sprite. Like I feel like I'm mm. just drinking Sprite with a Davidoff and that, that contrast is a bit too much. Like I want something to like uh, accentuate like I'm smoking like a nice celebratory class cigar and the drink is Sprite. Uh, so I'm going to go thumbs down. Uh, real quick, Matt, what did you think of, uh, of the pairing? Um, I absolutely love this pairing. I think that the, the, the spritey lightness of the, the drink was really good for this cigar. This cigar is actually like a medium plus to me. Like it's so much pepper, so strong, very different than any Davidoff I've ever had, but it also still has that nuggety, uh, creamy flavor that you really like. It's just so condensed. It's so interesting. I don't have any of that draw issue that Jordan had from his, but it's definitely not like any Davidoff I'm used to. All right, there you go. So uh, I think it's a unanimous. It's all the. By the way, welcome Connor. Unanimous. Welcome Connor to the studio. Oh, good He's to see you here, Davidoff my friend. Too. What do you What do you got? What are you smoking? I'm smoking a year of the rabbit. Oh wow! Look at and, that. Uh, I'm pairing this with the Old Forester single barrel barrel strength rye. Oh, what do you what? think? What do you think of that pairing? Uh, it's a really good pairing. I'm getting a lot of like herbal notes in the cigar, and I think that pairs really nice with kind of the grassy sweetness. Of the uh, the rye, I can't so wait to drink that great. after the show. <laughs> yeah, what's, All right, what's so, the ABV on that rye? Oh, one thirty one. One thirty one point five. It's a uh, it's warehouse K floor seven. So Rob, I guess oh, I guess we should uh, we should go right to our audience <laughs> pairings and see what. Uh, yeah, let's check them out. Audience. What do you got, Jordan? We've got uh, seven that I found. Let's do them all. We started out. Let's do them all. Slow. There was like one pairing most of the show until. Uh, you mentioned guys should be 
chiming in with their pairings, and they all flooded in. Uh, we've got Bill Powers. He's mm. doing the Davidoff Nicaragua box press with okay. the Sazerac Rye pairing recommend, recommendation from the kid producer. Oh, mm. wow. That's me. So it has to be right. Uh, flavor notes I'm getting include black pepper, nutty hints, and spices. A little sweetness from the rye is elevating the cigar and creating a most pleasurable smoking experience. He gave it a double thumbs up. All right. Nice. Good job, Bill. All right. We got Daryl Whitaker. He's got the Davidoff Escurio Robusto with a Tito's Handmade Ooh. Vodka Dirty Martini. Wow. Oh, I almost went Martini. I almost went Martini. The uh, briny saltiness of the Martini helps enhance the vegetal nuances of the cigar. Delicious mm. pairing. Very good. Interesting. Mm, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Mike Hakens has got a late hour with the Vucure. Um, that's a winner. Baked flavors with some spice of the cigar enhanced mm. with a sweet caramel flavor of the drink. Yeah. Very nice. I like that's Mike's. A good, that's, 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 that's a good Mike's. pairing. That's a good pairing. Yeah. We got Nathan that's Stewart, uh, Davidoff Yamasa with the Westland mm. American Oak American Double American Single Malt Whiskey. I chose this mature cask age single malt whiskey. Based on a suggestion from the Davidoff site for the cigar. Oh, okay. It's been uh, fantastic with sweetness, earthiness, and some citrus that brightens this combo, which reminds me of some uh, Jennifer Gin. I haven't heard of it. Uh, loving this one. Double thumbs up as well. Nice. Uh, Peyton, I've heard guys in the comments saying that Peyton had a good pairing. I haven't checked it out yet, but he's got the Davidoff Colorado Claro. Nice. With a caramel Ooh. brulee latte. Mm. Cigar and coffee are complementing each other uh, perfectly on the caramel flavor. Cream, cedar, almonds, and a very mild mm. white pepper. Nice. nice. God, they're all good so far. Good ones. Yeah. Dang. Uh, my God, Michael Benisi, I think. I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, Davidoff number six, Cavendish. I think he's sp- smoking a pipe, sounds like, uh, with American honey whiskey. Interesting. Wow, mm. we haven't had a pipe combo, I don't think, ever. Yeah. The audience, yeah. um, Josh Rivas, he's got the Zeno Nicaragua and a spicy ginger soda. The cream Ooh, and spiciness of the soda is going well with the cigar, but this ginger is way overpowering the Zeno. Yeah. Being the Zeno is a spicy black pepper, almonds, and creaminess. I thought the pairing was a no brainer, but he was wrong. Definitely two thumbs down. Ooh. Ginger can be tough. Thank you yes. for that. Uh, by the way, I love it when guys I go know. ahead and admit yeah. that it's a thumbs down. Thumbs That's down. we got to learn yeah. from that. Um, good job. Is that it? Some good ones. That's it. I, I I would say Rob. I'll go first. I I think Mike Hakins. Uh, to me, uh, that one struck me as just being an absolutely stellar pairing. Jordan, can you throw that one up real quick? The Mike Hakins one. Can you find that? There it is. Um, yeah, with the the Vukare. I I know that if Randy was on the show, he would probably vote this way too because he loves the Vukare. But that just sounds like a really really great pairing. I'm gonna go Mike Hakins this week. Yeah, the Vukare is um, one of the things that out of this show, I had heard of it before, but I'd never had it. And then we did it on uh, an episode, and it's kind of a, a go-to cocktail for me oh, now. Yeah. Uh, I, I that would that normally would have been my pick, but uh, who was it with the uh, with the dirty martini? Because we haven't martini done that on the show. Was that's Whitaker, a that's a gutsy Scurio, pairing. And I haven't had that Scurio in a while. That's a good one. That is a good yeah. one. with the Tito's handmade vodka. The saltiness of the, of the martini <laughs> helps. Sounds with the great. Yeah, that's 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 my winner right there. What was his Especially name? Especially because the Escurio does have some sort of that salty you know, Brazilian kind of yeah, like it gets into that uh, limey kind of yeah. character. Who's, that who's pairing was you, that again? Would you break? Would you break the uh, the tie or or I'd would go, you? I have to go. Bill Powers. Oh wow! Ooh. No, there's no consensus. There's no consensus. Right, it's, up, it's up to it's up to you, Matt. As soon as I saw Mike Higgins, I that was the one. Ah. Late hour with the. 
Bucaray. You got bragging rights, Mike Hakens. Good job, yeah. buddy. You can't, uh, Mike, uh, you can't fault that pairing at all. That's a beautiful uh, By the way, Rob, uh, Mike Hakens, uh, St. Augustine, Florida. Um, he's always on the show all the time. Thank you, Mike, uh, for that. Thanks, everybody, for uh, for sharing their pairings because that's really what we we like to learn from you guys as well. Like um, ours, Our pairings um, are just one aspect of the show. But, Jordan... I guess we got to figure out who won between me and the. Let me take a final peek at Facebook the, here. Yeah, Rob let's, let's, oh, stay. Uh, okay. There we go. What? Uh oh. What do we got? Well, it's uh. Let's take a look. <clears throat> oh god, I'm nervous. No, fifty-fifty. That's a first. You guys, no, we've done it once before, and I think it, it was, was you too. Wow, was it us? Rob. <laughs> that's amazing. That's 50, a fifty-fifty. That's incredible. So funny. Incredible. And it wasn't so like a, a situation where they balance each other out. It was fifty-fifty on Facebook on, and YouTube. That's unbelievable. Well, that is unbelievable. Eric, congratulations on being uh, co-champion this week. I mean, yeah. Well done. That's, I don't, that's, I don't you, get the belt, but hey, yeah, <laughs> dude, this belt is ridiculous. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I need to start working out so I can like take pictures of me with the belt. Uh, no, this thing's amazing. But no, that that was uh, that's that's funny that it was a fifty fifty. Um, your cocktail, it's reminds me of. Sorry, oh, don't do it, Jordan. Oh, no, no, uh, when when uh, when I was in college. And I, I, I like to drink, but I didn't like the taste of alcohol. Mm. I would order Bacardi Limon, so like a lemon rum, and uh, 7-Up. So right. it would be like the same thing, super... Yeah. No, it's not the same thing. This was super, super sweet. Like if you took what you're drinking and then poured in like two ounces of simple syrup is what it would... That would have been <laughs> the same. Um, so I'm curious to try it that way because I've I've seen these uh, these rum cocktails where it's it's just it's just rum and Seven Up. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I want to try that because I I thinking about that cocktail that I used to drink makes me nauseous. But the one that you've got sounds so much better. I think what I would do is is maybe do something and play with it a little bit. Do like uh, sparkling water with some lemon juice and some simple syrup, and so I can uh, dial back the sweetness maybe a little bit because I'm I'm sensitive. Also, to it. But I think I, I, I think Rob, if we, if we had gone like a, a really high end rum, it could have really upped this. Uh, we just did a basic uh, uh, Florida Kanye four year right. clear, uh, so it's like the, one of their cheaper rums. Had we like uh, you know gone with something something crazy, I think it would have added a lot. Of, maybe maybe would have uh, satisfied Jordan a little bit more with uh, a little more complex uh, flavor with the rum. Um, yeah. But we, we don't have as, as many uh, uh, rum options here in the studio as we do uh, bourbon, of course. Uh, but uh, it's yeah, a good pairing. Sure. Very refreshing. For sure. Um, beautiful. What? So uh, we got uh, all that's done. That was beautiful. A nice tie. I like that. Uh, what's going on with Smoke Night Live this Friday? So Friday, guys, the year-end lists are out. Um, and so what we're going to do is we're going to do some cigar brand stock market, one of our most popular nice. shows that we do. Uh, John, a cigar surgeon McTavish, will be on the show. Alex, the goat Tavella, will be on the show. Johnny unsmokes. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Johnny unsmokes. No, cut. smokes uncut. Smokes uncut. <laughs> Johnny Reamer will be on the show. Sorry, I messed that up. Our good buddy Johnny Reamer from uh, Johnny Smokes Uncut will be on the show. And what we do on the show, if you guys have never seen it before, is uh, Jordan and I present certain brands on the show, and we ask our expert panel 
would you buy, hold, or sell this brand right now, right in this sliver of time? Like, are they in? Are they heading in a good trajectory up? Or are they heading in a trajectory down? Or would you just hold them? We also limit the amount of holds. You can only hold three times on the show out of twenty brands, so you can't just get away with just oh, I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold. You gotta. You gotta. You know, and by you the way. Gotta know. Okay. And by the way, uh, Alex you. Tavella says, Rob, uh, I never, I will never hold. I'll never hold. Ooh. I'm going to buy or I'm going to sell every single brand. So it's always a fun show. And I think the fun part of the show, Rob, is the reasons as to why oh, yeah. they would buy, hold, or sell. Like there's, you know, it's funny because like a certain brand that you might love, but right now in this sliver of time, you know, maybe they haven't done anything for a while. Maybe they haven't put a cigar out for a while. So maybe even though you love that brand, like at this very moment in time, right now in January 2024, uh, you might have a different feeling. And so that's what we go through. We kind of argue and debate and get guys' opinions. It's a ton of fun. That's Friday night on Smoking Our Life. Beautiful. Well, I, the next cigar that we're going to be smoking here on Flavor Odyssey <laughs> as we work our way through uh, the dojo mm -hmm. leaderboard here. The next one that we're going to be smoking, boys, is would be an interesting one for this topic. Is Southern Draw? Mm. That's uh, that's number thirty on our list. Southern Draw is the one that we're going to be smoking. Uh, I don't think we're going to do a show next week because I'm I'm uh, on assignment. Eric, yeah, I believe I'm you're on assignment, assignment as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we are gonna uh, we, we will take next week off. Uh, but we'll be back, what is that, the 31st? Correct. Um, and we will be featuring um, we'll be featuring uh, Southern Draw on that one. It looks like, uh, I don't want to say which cigar we're going to smoke because that may change, but uh, Southern Draw will be the feature and, uh, you know, whatever it is that you want to pair with it. But they would be an interesting topic. Well, I don't know if they're on the you, list. Rob, <clears throat> would you buy, hold, or sell Southern Draw? Um, you know, I, there's a lot of cigars that, uh, Southern draw has made I really enjoy. We talk about the Rose of Sharon a lot, uh, desert Rose, uh, specifically, um, the, uh, the Cedrus or Cedrus. Thank you. Jordan, mm -hmm. Um, is, uh, another one that I enjoy. You can hear me change tones, uh, as I change microphones. Uh, with all that said, I think I would sell. Mm. I think I would sell. It's, it's one of those brands. I was frankly, uh, I was a little surprised that they were uh, this high on the list um, at the time that we did this. I don't know where they are now. Uh, but at the same time, they haven't made a ton of cigars, but the cigars they've made have all been very good. Right. And But it's uh, and it's more from like an insider standpoint, right? Like I haven't seen them at trade shows in the right. last handful quiet, of years. Very quiet. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last time I saw them at a trade show was when we did TPE just before uh, the world went to hell, just before COVID. Um, <laughs> it was the last time I saw them at a trade show. So I would love, I don't know if they're going to be at PCA this year. I'd love to see uh, Robert back out at PCA because I, I love the brand, but as it stands now, I'd probably sell. Well, we'll make sure that that one's on the list, Rob. So we'll, yeah, see, what, we'll I, I, see what our, our expert panel says about uh, so It's a good one because obviously the, the dojo enjoys it, right? It's at the top 32 so there's yeah. lots of check-ins lots of uh thumbs up so obviously uh, folks here enjoy it so that'll be the next cigar that we smoke here on flavor odyssey not this coming wednesday the 24th but we'll be back on the 31st uh thanks everybody for tuning in 
Uh, I want to thank everybody who participated in the uh, the Dojo Inner Circle uh, Fantasy Football League. It allowed me to get this. I'm going to show the trophy one more time. Yeah, let's see. Oh, you got it. And also, thanks to our otters, Jordan. We, uh, the otters. Yeah, were, the otters. Uh, absolutely. Great tonight. Checking in. Always coming in with great pairings. But look at this belt. Look at this thing. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 freaking beautiful. It's, there we go. That's probably maybe that's the best way to see it right there with the lights. That's, it's kind of tough. That's ridiculous. Oh, unreal. But uh, I will. I'll leave my mark on this thing in mm. one way or another and send it to whoever wins next year. Uh, hopefully, I'll just keep it here and nobody else will ever have this belt. It'll just be mine personally forever. Uh, but thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This was a lot of fun. Eric, thanks for riding shotgun while Randy was on assignment. Uh, everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday. Or no, two Wednesdays from now as Odyssey continues.